0: This is for the third time that I've done this, okay? I'm going to do my best that this does not fuck up. Let me turn this down. Turn it down. Turn that shit down, motherfucker. All right. Okay. All I want to do is come on this stream here and talk about cool stuff that I find interesting. Maybe you'll find interesting, too. So sit down. Sit down. Have some tea. Look at that. Great Smoky Mountains, that's what my parents got for me when they went on their trip recently to the Great Smoky Mountains, so thank you, thank you very much for your very kind contribution to the show, my loving, my loving parents, you know, this uh, this donation was definitely, it was definitely, it meant a lot, you know, I was like, wow, that's amazing. Hold on, I have to get my chat up so I can see all the homies, all the people, man. All, look at all these awesome people joining the live stream. Wow. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? So nice seeing you guys. Thanks for showing up. I've had internet issues for like the past several live streams, but that's okay. We're getting past it. We're here. All right? We're here. And... um. It's all, co- it's all starting to come together. You know, I'm starting to like let my hair down more. I'm starting to, I'm starting to just be myself. Let everyone know, like, hey, things are coming together, man. I think the whole live stream thing is a great thing. It's a, it's a great thing for all of us. Okay, make sure you follow my Twitter. If you're not following my Twitter, what are you doing? Also follow my Instagram at Boca Explore. All right, it's that easy. Actually, I really don't care about any of those things i more care about if you subscribe to my youtube channel cuz that's why i'm doing these live streams on the youtube channel and the reason you should subscribe is if you enjoy you know learning about marketing anthropology just learning about anything that maybe i find interesting too and that's why you should should should, should subscribe um there's plenty of reasons uh there's plenty of reasons why you should, but honestly, I really don't care. If you like it, you'll subscribe. If you don't like it, you won't. That's pretty much it. Either way, thanks for giving me the time of day. Um, well, I was—I'm just scrolling down here on the tweeche, old Twitter. Uh-oh, here goes my internet again. All right, cool. I'm not. I, so the other thing, I'm like, well, I need to stop making it obvious that the internet's going. It's hard. I have two monitors here. One is letting me know about the internet connection and, you know, everything else I'm doing. And the other one is pretty much my my main monitor here. So I'm just trying to get it all together. So here we go. First article. This is my third time talking about it. That's okay. That's what I do as a profession. I just talk about the same thing six times in a row. Today in my Spanish class, we're talking about Present tense AR verbs. So that's fun. That's nice. Oh my God. Hello, Shasha. Nihal. Nihal ni hao, ma. I have my first visitor. It's an honor. It is an honor. Now it's kind of weird because I know someone's watching me and I just gotta, you know, I gotta keep it together. So, losing elders to COVID 19 endangers indigenous language. Sit down have a tea with me. We worry a lot, says one indigenous leader. They have so much more to tell. Let's scroll down and take a look. Let me move myself over here so you can see. Uh, <laughs> one of the last people to grow up speaking the Purubora language died of COVID 19 in Brazil earlier this year. His death at the age of 92 weakened. The fragile hold his people have on their language. See, what I think about this, this is like, this guy was already pretty much going to die anyways. He was 92 years old. He's already dead. But he died of COVID, apparently. Um, Which is very sad, very tragic. All I'm saying is, it's like they put him in this article. But at the same time, he was already 92 years old, so he's already old as fuck. And he's already probably going to die next week. Um, So either way, it's sad that he's going to die, but he's already old as fuck. Most of these languages are dying. A lot of indigenous languages in Brazil have been threatened since the Europeans arrived. These languages have been, there are thousands of languages in the world. And now most of the modern languages, such as English, Chinese, Spanish, French, German, Russian, all those languages are taking over because of globalization. Globalization has taken over the world. And we're getting to a point where there's not going to be many languages at all. You're only going to have a few amount of languages to choose from one day, probably in the next 100 or 200 years. If we haven't destroyed ourselves and we're not all dead, we all haven't blown ourselves up, then that's how it's going to be. There's only going to be a handful of languages, and that's going to be it because most of these indigenous languages are going to become extinct because most of them are just dying off. Nobody's learning. Like, why would you. The only reason you would learn it is to keep up the heritage, and even then, the heritage is already being uh, pretty much transferred out, and people are just. A lot of people just don't care. Some of them really don't. The younger generations, uh, some of them care. A lot of them have pride. But then some of them just don't give a shit either. So, I mean, it's, it really comes down to sometimes in on an individual level. And it's it's just slowly on its way out. It is slowly on its way out. Um, some people have managed to do it. You know, they're going to really try. I'll tell you, a lot of these, when they say indigenous communities, these are um, – it's hard to, when you think about the word indigenous, it makes you think about, like, people in tribes, people that have not contacted civilization and stuff, and that's kind of misleading. Indigenous people have already been mixed up in society, so you, you probably live in a town, most of these people have cell phones, they have, they've been exposed to society, you know, they have everything that we have for the most part, such as malls and everything else. Um I don't know what I was saying, I forgot. But a- anyways, I, all I'm saying is that they're pretty much already in the accepted world already. They're not just these people living in huts, which is what sometimes these articles make it sound like. The pandemic is making this tedious situation worse. Yeah. They're making worse. Anyways, yeah, some of these indigenous people, you could just call them Brazilians almost. They're part of Brazil. They're Brazilians. And that's what it's going to end up becoming, most likely. So all you anthropologists out there and linguists people, get out there. Also, force isolation on community. Which has been a long struggle, more than a century ago. Rubber tappers. Yeah, I mean, these guys have always been under constant threat, constant constant problems. Things like that. Anyways, well, that's pretty much it. Yeah, see, look, they're on their phones and stuff. See, look, I'm, they're all just chill. They're not living in huts. They got everything we got. I had a lot more to say about this earlier, but this is the third time I've done this. And I think it's actually working. I fixed the problem, so I'm very happy about that. anyways yeah i'm already done talking about this one i feel like i've just i've already did this three times and i'm just ready to move on by now but it's pretty cool that's what the jungle looks like right there that's really badass on to the next one what's next what is the next topic i would like to discuss New Atlantic Marine Sanctuary will be one of the world's largest. Whales, sharks, seals, tens of millions of seabirds, and just under 300 humans inhabit the small islands that make up Tristan da Cunha. It's one of the world's most isolated islands. So that's part of the reason why it's probably becoming a one of the world's largest marine sanctuaries. Let's take a look here about where. Let's take a look where it's at. There it is right there. It's like this big volcano and it is straight up in the middle of nowhere. done so this is going to be the marine sanctuary here which was probably already kind of a marine sanctuary so they just kind of put in this official making themselves look good making themselves look as good as possible for the public but you know no one's out here all right no one's going to go fishing 1500 2500 miles away from any other civilization out there whales All right, cool. 2,300 miles east of South America, 1,600 miles west of South Africa. It's a volcanic territory of the U.K. I feel like I would love to go here one day. Four Island Archipelago will be the site of a marine sanctuary. 265,347 square miles. That's quite a bit. Announced today by the Tristan da Cunha government. No take zone. Oh, dang. So, even the people there can't do it. But there, I mean, there's probably like two people that live there, so (laughs) that's probably not the biggest deal ever. Not only will this help bolster a small lobster fishery outside of the sanctuary, they say conservationists, but it will also foraging grounds for the tens of millions of seabirds that roost on the islands. So it's not just for fish. It's going to be for seabirds as well. Seals, sharks, and whales. It'll benefit all that. Where there's seals and whales, there's also tons of sharks. So that's pretty good. Here's a map of the protected marine area added to the South Atlantic Ocean. National Geographic Society launched the Pristine Project in 2008 to explore and preserve the ocean. Pristine Seas has conducted 30 expeditions, so it looks like the green right here is going to be the priority areas that they're trying to protect. All around the Antarctic, parts in the middle here all around North America are protected, as they should. The seas are very important. Protect the oceans. But that's where Tristan the Kuna is. Look at that big old zone. Oh, look. No, no, no. I read it wrong. So that's the priority areas. And this is the highly protected marine areas right here. Highly protected are these red circles right here. Nice. All these ads on here, man. Benefits for marine protection. It's not without conservation threats. Invasive mice brought by passing ships. The mice kill 2 million birds a year. That's insane. Just from cruise ships that go there. What a beautiful place. I just, I love these isolated islands like this. I really think they're cool. I definitely want to. I would love to go there. I actually saw like a documentary about that one time. About that whole island. Really interesting place. One of the most isolated places in the world. I'm going to find. I'm going to find some other images of it. Just to take a look. There it is. That's the city. That's all it is. Imagine living there. That would be so... Actually, I think there was a natural disaster that happened there, too, I believe. That volcano erupted. Welcome to the world's most remotest island. So cool. Oh, look. My face is in the way. Sorry. Ah! However long I want it to go. I'm I'm reading several articles. So whenever. This is like my test round. So I'm just trying to test it out. See how it goes. I have a few more articles I'm going to read about. I'm just talking about stuff I find interesting. If you find it interesting, I'm glad you do. That's cool. Amazing images, so we're going to take a look at some of the coolest images of science from the past week. Love some science. Let's take a look. That's pretty cool. Each week, murder queens. These are bees that kill people. These are bees that kill people. Entomologists in Washington State may have destroyed a murder hornet nest in the nick of time, preventing as many as 200 new queens from establishing new nests. So they want to kill the bees. They don't want the bees to exist because they're dangerous and they're invasive. So that's not good. The nest, first ever discovered in the United States, was destroyed in October. I remember recently that they were talking about that, that they found these Killer hornets vacuumed the invasive hornets from the nest. Found only worker hornets. The queens are the ones that are the most dangerous. Five days later, though, after they had removed the nest from a tree and it cracked open, they found seventy-six live queens. That's the thing about bugs; they just they fill up so fast. They fill up so fast. laser wars four orange laser beams blaze through the milky way while an angry purple nebula transfixes us with its death stare so that's a nebula right there that's gorgeous i love just this kind of space photography <sighs> oh my i, I want to get a telescope one day look at stuff like that that's just gorgeous looks at us with a death stare. Earth is not doomed. In fact, it's an earthly telescope that's launching. So the lasers are coming from a telescope from the European Southern Observatory. The ESO's picture this week. The shot looks like a cas- cosmic battle to the death. But it actually captures a clever astronomical trick that scientists use to peer across time and space. The purple star system pictured here is the Carina Nebula, sometimes called the Eta Carinae Nebula, in honor of its most famous star system, Eta Carinae. <laughs> A pair of two giant stars steadily exploding. Interesting. The star system is loaded 7,500 years from Earth. This ever-brightening explosion has rendered it one of the most luminous star systems in the Milky Way. Awesome. Oh, look. Sword and the mushroom. I'm going to talk about this one next, actually. <laughs> mushroom hunter sword. Sick. So I'm going to skip that one. A star is born. Mushroom sword. That's pretty funny. Two neutron stars slam together from far away earth. Slam together. The energy of their collision lit up the corner of the sky with a brief flash of gamma radiation. Across the electromagnetic spectrum, peering faded light, researchers spotted an unusual infrared signal—first ever recorded signature of a newborn cosmic behemoth—a big thing. So that's interesting. So a star is born—a new star was created technically millions of years ago because that's how long it took the light to reach us so that was the past Fossils of the moon a 3,000 year old fort containing a carving of mysterious horn figures has been discovered in the Golan Heights Golan Heights is in Israel I think and it may have been built by the kingdom of Gesher an ally of Israeli King David it's on a small overlooking river Israeli archaeologists discovered the structure while surveying the area where a new neighborhood is being built The settlement, they call them settlements interesting 10th BC this carving is reminiscent of another found, an ancient site at Tel that's some old ass shit right there I love archaeology, I think that's fucking awesome I mean just imagine digging something like that up from a long ass time ago so long ago you find that looks like it came from the moon oh hell no (laughs) I don't know about that I don't think I'd ever get in the water again if I saw some shit like that alien squid of Australia that just shouldn't exist (laughs) it's one of God's creations (laughs) Look at that. It's God's creation. (laughs) It looks like an alien. Head dwarfed by enormous flapping fins. Bobby blobbing. Body blobbing? Why would they say that? Body blobbing. Like, dude, no. (laughs) That is not the right terminology. Through dark water. Thin blue tentacles. This is recent news. This is all recent. This is this week. 113 years since its discovery. Well, wow, only time. I've only found it 12 times in the world. I think this is interesting stuff. Okay. This is an alien squid. Okay. If you're swimming and you found that shit, be over. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to end it with the pictures there because, yeah, they are kind of. I don't know. I thought it was going to be more interesting than it was. <laughs> you want to know something recent? I think you want to learn about the mushroom sword. That's going to be last is the mushroom sword. The Triassic period. I love dinosaurs. So I'm going to talk about the dinosaurs. I thought this was cool. Triassic period ended with lost mass extinction whole extinction happened and no one knew about it until now 11 hours ago a million year rainstorm What? did a lost extinction 230 million years ago so they're speculating this is a speculation empty the oceans and pave the way for dinosaurs who knows Before the dawn of the age of the dinosaur, They always say that. Before the dawn of the dinosaurs. Shit. A heavy rain descended upon the supercontinent of Pangea. Pangea is a supercontinent. Pangea. If you don't know what Pangea is. Pangea. Continental Drift, so this is what all the continents, this is what the world used to look like. All the continents were together, and then they drifted apart. So this is what was originally Pangea. This is where the dinosaurs lived. That's fucking crazy. Where was I? Alright, right here. Epic Rainy Spell fluvial episode occurred 233 million years ago. I can't even fathom how much time that is. Humans have only been around for a few thousand years. Arid conditions of the Triassic period stormy skies were the only change Earth was facing. According to a study published on September 16th, new fossil evidence suggests that the CPE was in fact a major extinction event Wow, driven by volcanic eruptions and climate change. All right. Resulted in the deaths of one third of all marine species plus a significant number of terrestrial on Earth, plants and animals. Doesn't quite reach the depth toll of, of the five major mass extinctions. So there's been multiple mass extinctions of the dinosaurs. There was not just one event that destroyed the dinosaurs. There were multiple events that fucking destroyed the dinosaurs. Typically discussed by the scientific community. 20 million years earlier, may have wiped out 90% of living species. That's crazy. Had it just wiped them all out, we wouldn't be here right now. We'd all be dead. Yeah. So this is the this is a timeline right here. Paleozoic, Mesozoic, Cenozoic, it's a Jurassic period, Cruta- Crustaceous, <laughs> Wow. That's crazy, man. Modern coral reefs. What brought on, so yeah, what did bring on that rain? It's hard to say for certain, but study authors believe. The answers may lie in a continent-spanning lava field, which runs for thousands of miles across western coast of modern-day Canada. This is massive igneous province was laid down by a violent volcanism during the Carnian and overlaps. Oh wow, did not know that about Canada. Canada is crazy. I wonder, like, like what is the place that has the most dinosaurs? Like, what is that? You always hear about Utah and like all these desert places. Argentina has all sorts of dinosaurs and shit. Well, that's cool. How cool is that? Wow, I'm so excited that this is actually working now. All right. I have two more of these to read. This was five days ago. The primeval Greenland, primeval. Greenland Lake found buried beneath so a whole lake was found buried beneath a mile thick slab of ice kind of like what they did on Mars recently on Mars they found a lake deep under the ice so that's pretty interesting so maybe if they study this more they can learn more about that and what the potentials of life in these types of environments are in those places. Scientists have discovered an ancient lake bed buried under more than a mile of ice. That's crazy that we can find shit like that. That's insane. Under a mile of ice. That may hold secrets to Greenland's past climate. The lake formed when northwest Greenland was ice-free. Oh, so when there was no ice on Greenland, the lake was there, and then sometime between hundreds of thousands or even millions of years ago, Given Greenland's rapid melt today, the lake could reveal something about the Arctic's future as the ice caps shrink. So, ice caps are shrinking. This could be an important repository of information in a landscape that right now is totally concealed and inaccessible. It's Yeah, it's pretty inaccessible. It's hard to get out there. It's cold. It's like a desert. Look at that. You can't get out there. There ain't shit. Polar bears. Oh, look at that. That's pretty cool. The lake basin sits 1.5 mile, 1.1 miles below the surface of the ice and stretches 2,700 square miles. What? A lake the size of Rhode Island and Delaware combined. Damn. It would have went 800 feet down. How do they know this? (laughs) The researchers also mapped 18 stream beds that would have. How do they know this? That's crazy. It's nothing but sediment, and scientists don't know when it last held water. So it doesn't hold water anymore. It is just holding the sediments, and they're able to detect that most likely using some kind of instruments that they have that shoots probably down into that ice and they can see what the heck's down there has advanced and retreated at various points over the last million years. It may have been free ice-free stre- ice stretches going back over the past 30 million years. Interesting. The depth of the sediments in the lake suggests it is between hundreds of thousands and millions of years old. So there's a large in-between right there. Wow, yeah, geology is insane, man. That shit, this... The earth and time and geology and volcanoes, earthquakes, plate tectonics, it does some shit. It's crazy. I love geology. That's cool. Well, uh, the last thing I would like to talk about. The fucking mushroom hunter unearths gorgeous bronze age sword so if you've made it this far look at that a mushroom hunter found a sick sword i'm gonna start going hunting some shrooms man let's go hunt them fucking shrooms find some medieval swords and shit shit we're in the united states we find indian heads arrowheads Fucking skeletons and shit. Just looking for mushrooms. They'll be like, man, what are you doing? We're just looking for mushrooms, bro. That's all we're doing. Just looking for some mushrooms. That's be- cool. Look at that. They made everything by hand back then. Look at that beautiful sword. Oh, yeah. Cast bronze hilt. Engraving a several rose. Wow. I feel like that would be the ultimate honor. Is finding an old-ass sword like that. Just priceless item. A real handcrafted sword from that long ago. man searching for mushrooms. I, I, this is so funny. In a forest in the Czech Republic found much more than he was looking for. When he uncovered an ancient sword and bronze axe. Both thought to date from 3,300 years ago. Wow three thousand years ago look at that was mushrooming in the spring on a forested hillside near his home in eastern Jekinsek region soon after it had rained searching for the edible mushrooms is a popular pastime in rural areas of the czech republic and the fruiting body what? part of the fungus known as a mushroom Okay, I'm not learning about the mushrooms. I want to know about the sword. It's fine to archaeologists, and a formal excavation of the site is now planned by a team. Oh, cool, so they're going to investigate the site. Maybe they'll find a body, a skeleton. Ancient weapons were found among rocks. I wonder if he just found it on the rocks. That'd be weird. Sword is especially striking in appearance. Homo hilt are intricately decorated in grave circles. Although the blade is broken near the hilt, it is otherwise complete. Dang. 3,000 years old, found a complete sword. At the moment, we are thoroughly traversing the site and looking for other possible finds. Archaeologist Juri Jukielska from Silcian Museum told life Science. It was well away from contemporary towns and known prehistoric settlements. No finds. Wow. There's the sword. Dang. There it is. Oh, snap. The pommel is decorated. That is damn near perfect condition. I think the sword and the axe it was found with may have had a religious purpose. Look at that. That is just. I want to see the full image again. (laughs) If I found that, I'm keeping it. (laughs) I'm not giving it to nobody. Sorry. Hey, close that ad. We don't need that. Chelska and his colleagues have completed several analyses of the artifacts. Apparently decorated blonde sword was crafted. Types of metals used made outside the region. Dang, it was made outside the region where it was found. That's crazy. Like, I think trade, I think how the movement of goods and how just back then a blacksmith, like a man, like some man made that sword by hand and completely made that is incredible. X-rays showed air bubbles throughout the sword, likely of how it was crafted. The most common sword-making technique at the time involved pouring molten bronze into a mold rather than the later practice of hammering red-hot metal into shape. Yeah, that's the, that's the way I know. They hammer red-hot metal, so... Why the sword wasn't especially strong. Yeah, it was not a strong sword. It looks kind of flimsy, but it's still badass. That is not something I would want to get killed by. Isn't that just beautiful? Incredible. That is a... We've been on live for 36 minutes. Very nice. I want to try something here. I want to see if this works. <laughs> Might as well. Since it looks like I fixed. Looks like I fixed the screaming stuff, so... Oh, man, come on. Looks like I fixed everything else. Let's play some World of Warcraft. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're going to be on the live for a little bit. We're just hanging out. I'm dead. How's the quality here? Is it is it lagging? Currently dead. 11% of my CPU. All right. I think we're going good. I think it's a little laggy. That's okay, I'm going the wrong way. Let's take a look here. So I'm currently level 35 in World of Warcraft. This is a shaman I'm playing. I might just rez my body. Figure out what I'm doing next. I've been playing this game way too long. Just way too long. Since, like, high school. Zandalar was up in 50 seconds. I'm just in, like, a basic guild. Ooh, my CPU is going fast. I don't know if it can handle this. Looks like it's doing a little bit of lagging. I'm actually just going to end it there. I don't think I'm going to do this game thing right now. I talked about the cool articles. So, I mean, between all that, man, it's pretty cool. It's nice seeing some positive stuff out there. It's nice seeing new marine sanctuary. It's cool finding about new archaeological finds and stuff. And I think that's all badass. I absolutely love it. Oh, no. Well, I'm going to end there. Adios, everyone.